right, welcome to the Think Different Podcast. That's right, I'm a little quieter than normal on my normal intros. That is because I am actually in a hotel room in Orlando, Florida. I have survived Dorian. Uh, nothing happened, but glad everyone in my neighborhood is okay. My parents in law are okay. It, we dodged a bullet, but here we are for the Think Different Podcast for episode number eight. No, nine. We are here for episode nine. Uh, I'm losing track because I'm on vacation and I have myself a rum and Zevia in my hands. For those who don't know what that is, Zevia, look it up. You get a free Zevia tryout if you look it up. I want to let, introduce my co-host, of course, the man that's always on vacation, Vacation Tim. How you doing, Tim? Doing well. I wish I was on vacation with you. Um, yeah, I, w- but I wish you were on my vacation too. Yeah, I'm excited that you're going to. I'm excited for you that you're going to Disney tomorrow, and I will live vicariously through you. A lot of the theme parks are open, but there's not that many people here because it's one of the weakest weeks because of the storm and a lot of things. Like today, I looked up. Disney was open. The longest wait time was like 20 minutes, and that was for like the Dorse Mine Train, and that's crazy wow. because that line is super long all Yeah, the time. I waited two hours for so, that. So there you go. See? So that's why. Uh, but I have everything planned out. It's going to be a wonderful day. Uh, so if you want to look on my Instagram, because the photos will already up, be up by the time this episode airs, I will be posting them on my Instagram. And make sure you follow us at the Think Different uh, Pod. And by the way, speaking of Twitter, at the Think Diff Pod, we have a winner of our contest. Oh, we do. Uh... That's right. So we, we would like to congratulate Daisy for retweeting our tweet. And she is the winner of a $10 iTunes gift card for doing that. So we appreciate the retweets, guys. Yeah, we love it. Uh, and then and then next week, this is going to be a big one. So this is a big announcement. This is something brand new we have not done yet. This week is the keynote. And the keynote is a big one because they're going to have all the big announcements. But we thought we could add something to that. So you could watch the keynote on one spot, on the other spot. You can see me live <laughs> what a on YouTube because we are doing our very first YouTube live during the keynote. That's right. So we, I'm going to be on the road at the time and I'm going to go live on YouTube and all you have to do is be in the chat room and chat away and then email us that you were in that chat room and then we will pick out a winner next week for another $10 iTunes gift card. Sounds pretty cool. Yep. So I showed Tim. What did you think of that setup? It's gonna be pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm 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 looking forward to it. And uh, of course, you can't even watch it during the. <laughs> right? No, I'll be at work. <laughs> the problem with not working at Apple anymore is you're not encouraged to watch it during your uh, your work time. Yeah, they kind of block it from us. I remember the one time. I remember the one time they blocked it because they didn't want us to watch it because we're working. Uh, but meanwhile, it's like the. The only thing we care about for the next hour and a half. And it's the only thing that customers honestly. are asking about. Right. So anyway, so join us on YouTube. We are going to be live. It starts at 1 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. I will be on the YouTube. And uh, please check us out, guys. It will be really fun. Um, you'll get to hear my reactions while it's going on. And, you know, we'll have a good time with it. Yeah, and then uh, it starts 10 a.m. Pacific Time, but around 1 p.m. Eastern Time for us. Um, which is going to be good. And you can access yep. the live link at our YouTube channel. That will be shared across all of our social media uh, outlets uh, before the announcement and the uh, the show actually goes live. Um, and then you can always watch the actual live keynote at apple.com. That's right. All right, guys. So let's get to Tim's favorite part of the night. It is 
the news. The news. Apple to allow independent repair shops to service out-of-warranty iPhones with genuine parts. All right, so what do we got here? We So Apple announced it is actually launching a new independent repair provider program uh, that will actually provide independent repair businesses with the same Apple genuine parts, tools, training, repair manuals, and diagnostics as an Apple-authorized service provider. This is starting in the United States first. Um, they've been testing it with about... Um, 20 independent repair businesses in North America, Europe, and Asia, and now they're going to be offering it just in the United States exclusively exclusively for right now. Um, This is actually interesting. To qualify, um, repair shops must be an established business with verification documents available for review by Apple. They must be in a commercially zoned area, and they must have an Apple-certified technician on staff to perform the out-of-warranty iPhone repairs when using genuine parts. Um, so that means they have to get certified by Apple. Uh, Will and I were discussing this right before the, the show, um, just kind of like back and forth about what we think about this. It's honestly a little bit surprising. I mean, they've exp- they've been, th- throughout this entire 2019, they've been expanding their repair program uh, greatly. You know, they encourage the Best Buy deal. Now all Best Buys are authorized service providers. Um, they went, they're going through this whole debacle with the right to repair um, Will, like, what do you think? I, I don't know. This is this this doesn't sit well with me. I I don't. I think they're just trying to get more options to people and people less complaining about how the Apple stores are the only spot to go to. And I think they just they they've developed. Remember, the biggest thing to me is that they were using these machines to make this calibration work. Yep. In order for the screen to be verified that it works, we have to use this machine. We changed to software uh, not too long uh, before I left, and uh, about middle of 2018, which made the process extremely quick. And not only that, it doesn't require the machine anymore. So I think once they re- realize that works and it works great and there's not any bad feedback coming back from it, I think it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't really matter who repairs it. You know, now Apple is entrusting Apple employees to take care of it. Um, what I think they're doing is they're 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 setting a standard for how they want things to be done, and they want the right people. They want to be certified by Apple. So the same training that um, a service specialist will go to is the same training I think, and, and relatively the same will be a these repair shops. Now, again, mom and pop shops are still going to be roaming around. That, that's the reality of it. Is it smart for them to get to be on that repair? Yes, because then they'll be on apple.com and there'll be an option that's true. to go Expanser. to for repair. Nice. Just like so it's no different how we do with the Macs when they're under legacy when they're older products. Um, you know, they tend to send them to these repair shops to get the work done. And they come up with their own rates and their own thing. I think they're still going to do the same thing. I think they're going to have their own rates however they want to charge them. However, they're going to give access to the software and the trays and the opening equipment that will allow them to do the repair. Um, I think there will be definitely different rules on, you know, what if they break the screen or, you know, that, that those are things that they have to figure out, I think. But it's pretty interesting how... We've gone from being a part of Apple for 11 years where we were the only shop. And then the moment I left Apple, Best Buy and these third-party repair shops all of a sudden now get to have the access to doing these repairs. It's, it's unbelievable to me. Yeah, it really is. And, like, 
you got to think about how does the warranty stuff work? Like, you know, I think the warranty Apple the offers. Same. I think, I think the Apple, like you think. They're un- absolutely. There's no way they're going to give them Apple genuine parts and not be under the same terms and conditions. But can they repair. go to the Apple store to get it? Looked at I would again. say I would say yes because I think they're going to give them genuine parts. So I would say yes, and if they they could go to Apple and get it repaired. Now the only thing I'd, I'd be questioning, let's say they do a screen repair or a battery repair, it doesn't work. Do they give them uh, iPhones to use tempor- as like a backup? Um, in case the repair fails, right. that I don't have the answer for. That'd be more like asking someone on the inside who would know that. But you know, That's or true. or if you take what I would tell anybody who's listening, go to a Best Buy, tell them, hey, what if this doesn't work or you ruin my phone? Do you have do you guys do replacements? How does it work? That way, if they do something a little different or they don't have your phone in stock to replace, where an Apple store usually does, that might question if you want to get your repair done there. But I think yeah. the rates are going to be the same. I don't think they should be any different than what Apple does under the Apple Care plan. So, or out of, out of warranty pricing. So, I also think to, to kind of retract my statement, I think the prices are going to be the same. I don't know because then there's no competitive advantage to going to a. But I don't think Apple shop. needs it. I don't think Apple needs. It. I'm sure they're getting a fee, um, in order for this to work. I can't imagine they're not. Oh, that'd you know, be crazy. I, I just think, or and this is a, a little thing I was thinking of myself, and this is something we think. Do you think they're trying to hire less geniuses? And kind of more outsource, yeah. That'd be so wild. is it is it is it something that they're saving money on by doing that? Just question that. So I, I, I I'd be curious to know. Was well, it hire more less geniuses or hire less like uh, service specialists? Anybody? Service anybody, specialists. Anything to do with the genius bar? Because now it's less reason to do it. Yeah. You know, there's less reason to, which means really traffic goes down. And usually traffic is a determining factor. Now, I still think it's going to take a long time for people to know that these, that Best Buy and third party shops do these repairs. You have, you know, it's going to take some time, I think, to figure that out. But right now, I think that the goal, in my opinion, is to hire less service or geniuses at the Apple store. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's not a bad, you know, kind of estimated guess. It's also because it's almost like Apple's biting themselves in the foot because they've almost focused on this like long nurture of nurturing their customers. Hey, come to the Apple store to get service. This is where you'll get the best quality service. And now it's almost saying, oh, wait, you can actually get the same kind of service you know, at Best Buy or at a third party mom and pop shop, you know, like that's it's kind of like they're, you know, running themselves and biting their own tail. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's, it, right now, you know, it's hard to say. I th- I'm, I think it's I'm leading towards that. They just want less people in their stores for bad issues, basically. And they want them there for more positive experiences. Uh, that's what I think they're trying to do. But I think in the back of their mind, they're like, well, we're also saving money by not hiring more people. We're also, you know, we're, you know, maybe these people are paying a fee to do it. You know, there's probably other ways they're looking at it from a money perspective. So that's, that's what I think as a top of that. But that's all up to, you know, I would like to hear feedback from anybody that does go to one of those, um, Best Buy or one of those you know, third parties. So that'll be it for the news. We just wanted to do one thing because the more important thing is talking about what's happening next week. We have a humongous keynote presentation to talk about and all the different rumors. So let's get into rumors of next week's keynote. 
has one. And I could walk in the store and get the part. All right, guys, I'm gonna take a swig for the working man. Mm. <laughs> ah. All right, I got me my whiskey and Zevia. It's a good thing. When you're on vacation. I've got me my uh, aqua. Yeah, he just came back from the gym, right? Vacation Tim went to vacation gym. Okay, so <laughs> that was good, right? You like that? That was good. Right off the, the tongue like that. Nice. I, I know how to cut promos. In fact, I just cut a promo before here. I was at, in front of Hulk Hogan has a beach shop in Orlando, and I cut a wonderful promo on my Instagram talking about the greatest event in the world, the Turkey Bowl. But meanwhile, let's talk about, <laughs> cool. let's talk about what's happening this upcoming week when you listen to this if you listen to us on friday we are going to be seeing a humongous day for apple the biggest keynote every year is this keynote to talk about all the new operating systems coming out all the new products coming out so we thought we start off right away with just talking about the ios and catalinas uh and talk about what feature we're looking forward to the most in each one so we'll start right away with ios 13 obviously there has there was a public beta that you could join up and take a look at the features of what this was. Of course, if you were dumb, you probably installed it on your own phone, which you weren't supposed to do. Um, I did install it on a another phone that I have and try it out. And um, you know, it's not to me. It's again, it's not like a humongous difference, but there are little things that are happening in the app that make it um, you know really powerful. So, is there a feature on the website, Tim? You're really looking forward to uh, with iOS 13. Yes, and it's a very unpopular feature amongst the Apple community. I'm a big, big fan of Apple CarPlay. Yeah, I knew CarPlay. I knew it was going to be CarPlay. (laughs) And Apple CarPlay is allowing Siri capability for Spotify. Let's go. That's just going to be a great thing for me because I'm... Unfortunately, I am not an Apple Music user. I am a Spotify exclusive user. <laughs> and uh, it, man. now being that I could just touch my steering wheel, press the button and say, hey, Siri, play the Chainsmokers. Actually, my Siri just activated and it's about to play the Chainsmokers. Okay. <laughs> um, play the Chainsmokers in my car. It's going to be awesome. Um, instead of it saying, oh, we can't do that. I don't see that in your music library because I don't have Apple Music. Now it will be able to do that, and I am looking every bit forward to it. My favorite feature, and this is one I've been waiting for for a long time, you can finally edit your videos. Oh, in what way? Well, every way possible. You can rotate. You can crop them. You can auto-enhance. You can do color correction. Um, You couldn't do that at all with uh, the current one. The only thing you can do is trim. That's the only thing you You can do. You can trim, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But now you, but now you get to crop it. If if it's recorded the wrong way, you could switch it back the right way. You know, it, it's every every photo tool that you use is basically available for video editing, and that is tremendous for me. When I do clips like that, and I want to do quick enhancements, and maybe I don't want to use the features on, you know, Instagram or Facebook and stuff like that. It's going to be so easy for me to do this. And uh, for me, when I record, I record from like my GoPro, I record from my drone and I, and I import it into the photos library. Now I could do all that without going to another app and doing it. And it doesn't require me to go to another app to do it. And that's going to be a tremendous feature for me from a, from a videographer standpoint, because it's also a great feature. There's dark mode, yeah, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of great things. But for me, that's going to be my most favorite feature on iOS 13. So let's talk about Catalina. Uh, you know, not too many people, uh, I didn't install Catalina on mine. Uh, but Catalina uh, Wine Tim, Mixer? 
Oh, God, Tim, just tell me your freaking favorite feature. Jesus. <laughs> uh, my favorite picture is the whole uh, idea of this sidecar feature. Um, so essentially, you're allowed to use your uh, Apple iPad next to your Apple MacBook, and you can be in a program like Adobe Illustrator and draw, you know, like a drawing. Um, they show on the website, it looks like it's a drawing of Matthew Murdoch from Daredevil, um, which is pretty cool. And it's live feeding into the MacBook Pro screen, um, which is incredible. I mean, a workflow for a designer at a big, you know, advertising firm or, you know, a website design firm that designs a lot of UX stuff. I mean, this is this is so ideal. I mean, you had to use like third party things to do that with your Mac um, currently. And now that you could do it seamlessly with your iPad, super cool. Yeah, my favorite feature actually is going to be um, when they're going to separate them. Honestly, iTunes is going to finally be separated out. Um, every app that's in there, music, TV, podcasts, are going to be in their own dedicated applications. Uh, that to me is pretty big because a lot of people are scared of this. Actually, this is probably the most scary feature because people are thinking, well, how do I sync my my phone if I still use it? Well, you still can. You're going to do it through Finder though. Uh, that's the only difference. But otherwise, everything's still there. But the biggest change for this is that there. this is the beginning step of allowing iOS iPad apps to come onto the Mac platform. Yep. And there was a big cheer with the keynote because, remember, people now know when they are going to say, well, your iPad app can seamlessly move over to your Mac with very little code change. That is tremendous because that gives us an opportunity to have apps on our computers that maybe we we have on our phones that we want like for me i would love to have like mint even though they have the website i would love to have a, a dedicated app i can open right away you know to look at my financials you know so i think that's going to be a big thing for me i think because i think it, the possibility to make it easier for everybody because now if you use an iphone going to a mac is going to be simple if the same app is on there 100 yeah. that's really cool yeah, so that to me is big. So it's not it's not so much that the music app and the voice, you know, that the podcast app is all coming separately, but the fact that this is the beginning step of having native apps on your Mac that are similar on your iPad. So if you download from the iPad, it goes right to your Mac too. It's going to be tremendous for that. That's really just connecting their entire whole ecosystem of, you know, all your Apple products being synchronous together, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we do have iPad OS. Um, I do have this feature already set up on uh, my iPad. I did it on my personal one because my iPad is really just more over. It's more just a like a fun device. Uh, but the biggest thing is the home screen. The fact that your home screen now, you know, normally on an iPhone, you have to slide over to see um, your uh, your widgets. Now the widgets are going to be right there on like almost on the side of your apps so it's a quick way to get to some of your widgets that you can see very quickly like you can see stocks right there you can see your reminders right there you know easy access to your notes you know, you know really like the weather for the day so it's going to be really convenient to have that on the home screen yeah i mean i, I love that update and then i mean obviously for me dark mode is just going to be super cool um it's just going to be a really nice, especially on the iPad, because it's almost a, it's a bigger screen than your iPhone. I don't know how I'm going to like dark mode on my iPhone, um, but for the iPad, I think I'm going to love it because it's just a greater display, a lot clearer, crisper display than what my current iPhone offers. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. A small thing, too, that I have to add on to that, using external drives on the USB-C iPad Pros. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be huge. Also, 
and file servers. Like you could do file servers now. Like there's like there, these are very important features. You need we needed Finder on this iPad. You know, it's not 100% Finder, but you know what? At least when you download something from Safari, it can go right into this uh, server. It can go right into these uh, this location instead of going to like the photos or opening an app. Right, right, right. You can, yeah. So that to me is a huge feature of iPad, getting closer to that desktop experience. Uh, and then I think the and then the last thing, uh, WatchOS six we want to talk about. We can talk about Apple TV, but there really wasn't much for that. Um, but WatchOS six uh, is out as well. Uh, and I uh, wanted to hear if there was anything about it that you liked. Uh, but for me personally, uh, the App Store. Uh, the App Store is now going to be on the app. Again, leaning towards the Apple Watch becoming a separate device and everything else. They're trying to make it separate where the iPhone is not necessary. Yeah, because now you can install your apps without the iPhone being there. Right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yes, yes sir. Um, there's obviously new watch, watch faces coming out, which are going to be pretty neat. Oh, the other thing that I was excited about, which is this whole stupid feature, which I thought was on the on the Apple Watch before, but it wasn't until the new update, is the calculator app. Yeah, finally. Finally, like app. I don't the voice pull memos my... too. What? Yeah. yeah, voice memos too. Yeah, voice memos and audiobooks. I don't like. I don't know why that wasn't ever an app on the Apple Watch before. But that's going to make so much easier. Like when you're at a restaurant, and you want to make a tip. They're going to have the tip button ready in the calculator. Watch app. Awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, that's that's a small thing, but it's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, now, for all you ladies out there, there is another yes. Watch OS 6 feature that – oh, Female Tim is here, everybody. Female Tim. Uh, female <laughs> Tim, you're going to like this feature because you will now know when you are fertile, sir. Oh, my um, God. I'm sorry, ma'am. Ma'am, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> caught yourself there so I, i'm you know so for all you ladies out there who want to know when your uh cycle's coming up uh you can now know that from your apple watch pretty neat so if you're ready to have a baby <laughs> now you know that you have your fertile window oh yeah so they're calling it the cycle tracking app that's pretty cool yeah let's just call it the the period cycle anyway uh <laughs> right so that's watch os 6 so that's all the new features coming out on the uh, all the new features that are coming out with all the iOS apps. But now let's move on. We're going to talk about all the rumors that are happening on these new devices. So obviously the first thing we should talk about is the iPhone. That's obviously the number one thing people come for. Um, you know, this year I think a lot of people, you know, we don't know how many they're going to come out with. We had the iPhone 10R, and yes, it's a 10, Tim, uh, 10R. <laughs> And we have the 10s and the 10s Max. So my first question to you is: Do you think we're going to have something very similar this year, where we have three different three iPhones? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, you know the rumor out right now is uh, three different models. Um, it's going to be two models that are going to be labeled with the label Pro on it. Uh, that was rumored last year, uh, and it never actually made it to. Um, what makes it a Pro though, man? Like what, what makes an iPhone I don't know. a Pro model? Process, like, processing it's power. Bigger. It better have something like what's a pro feature? What's a pro feature that someone would need that someone else would not? A stylus. Tell me. Do you really think that's a, so? You think a different screen will be on there? Yeah. Separate from the other ones. Okay. All right. So we'll go with that. Yeah. So maybe we could see the pencil support, yeah, which like is going against everything Apple <laughs> said in the very first iPhone keynote. Um, um, so yeah, I think, and then they're going to replace the iPhone 10R with uh, another. Replacement of that, yeah, another 10R, but it's expected to include a dual camera system, 
um, which will be pretty neat. Um, so then the iPhone Pro models that are, you know, alleged the rumor will include a triple rear camera that will include mm-hmm. a wide-angle lens, support for higher-resolution photos, better low-light performance, and a better video recording capability. Um, which yeah, is, I think that's all kind of standard for yeah. for any iPhone upgrade. I mean, I mean now they have three lenses back there. I mean that one lens better do something pretty damn impressive though, because it's, yeah. I, I think if if it has the ability to do augmented reality stuff a little bit better because of the leader in augmented reality, you know, but you know, Tim, is there anything that you use augmented reality based? The only thing I use is the measure app. That's the one thing I will use a lot. Yeah. The measure app. Um, I tried doing the whole, uh, the NBA came out with a app for augmented reality where you're allowed to like enter like certain rooms. Like you can enter practice with Giannis Antetokounmpo butchered that name. Um, or you can, you know, do a three-point contest with Steph Curry. That thing was really cool, and that was all accessible only on the iPhone. Um, but other than that, you know, the Measure app is, I use that a lot for my old job. Um, but other than that, that's the only thing I really use so far. Yeah. Oh, and so the I'm, Ikea app. The Ikea app was really cool. Yeah. Well, Rayford <laughs> does something pretty similar, too. Uh, what I will tell you is um, I am going to be giving up this iPhone uh, when my time's up because I'm under the iPhone upgrade program. I want to buy the phone outright and I want to have, you know, for those who still work at Apple, a little discount. Um, and then I want to um, maybe go down. I don't know if I, you know, for me, the main thing I like to use it for is video. That is my main thing. Uh, and I want to be able to still have a great camera on it that can record video in 4K, 60 frames per second. That way I can use it for my other business. But maybe it's not – maybe what the, uh, if it does 8K, I don't need that. Like there's no way I'm going to use it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, so – and as far as the screen size, you know, I don't know if they're going to do the same screens or not. If um, you mentioned that you think one of the pro features is going to be a um, – is going to be a uh, – Apple Pencil support. The, pen, the Apple Pencil support. They are also rumoring a, a 6.1 inch screen for the bigger screen, which would be, I guess, cool. They're shutting down the idea that it's not going to have 5G capability. No, um, and I don't think it, I knew it wasn't going to. Yeah, um, so that's not anticipated until next year, or at least until after 2020. We're pretty much on the same thing here. Where I think we're going to have three different models again. Now, as far as pricing goes, do you think it's going to stay the same? It has to, man. I think it has to. Okay, you know, so you're good. Um, what I think they're gonna do, I think the the 10R model type will go down one hundred dollars cheaper. I think they'll make it six forty nine. Six really? Yeah, no, I think I they're gonna happen. Okay, so well, I'm gonna go with that. I think the nine ninety nine pricing is gonna stay. I think all those pricing is gonna stay. I think they're gonna knock down the 10R a little bit. Maybe it'll be a way to get people into getting it. Not sure, but I'll go with that. So let's talk I mean, about Apple Watch. Oh, good. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, there's a also a rumored Apple SE being released in March um, that is going to be, you know, an, another successor to the, the SE, and it's just going to be a cheaper model. So, I don't know. I just can't see them knocking down the 10R price. Well, I'll be honest, like someone like my mother-in-law who really would like an iPhone but doesn't want to pay $700 for a phone, you know, you might. I mean, they can't remember they came out with the clearance option. Uh, in 2018, they had like the iPhone SE available on a discount. Like I think it was like February, March, where they yeah, yeah. offered an SE at super cheap prices, and they of course they sold out instantly. You know, I was like, well, why don't they just keep doing that? I think more people would buy iPhone if they if, get more people into the ecosystem. This is the way to do it. But I think it's also like I mentioned before earlier in the podcast is that long nurturing of these prices 
Um, so they've they've been steady at these different price mo- pricing models for their iPhones that people were just uh, almost accustomed to just handing over their credit card to these certain prices because you'll see, oh, the iPhone 10, 10s, oh, that's a thousand dollars. Oh, the iPhone 10, 10s Max um, is you know a thousand ninety nine dollars. Oh, and the iPhone 10R is only seven whatever. I'm going to go with the cheapest one because it's going to offer me the same things that I need for a basic iPhone operation that I want, but at that price. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're almost like strong bullying them into that $700 price, but I don't think they will go any lower. All right. So uh, let's get on to the next thing, which is the Apple Watch. Now, the biggest thing that is rumored that they're going to have an option for sleeping. Now, of course, if they're going to do this, we need to get good battery life. That is a feature that we have not seen yet with the native sleeping tracking features. Hopefully that is something they're going to be doing, bed tracking, breathing, um, you know, things like that. So uh, what do you think? I mean, obviously that's the only thing I can see them doing right now with this watch. Yeah, I mean, changing the watch. like It's really face, good right like, now. I don't like, know. It's like, really good. What can they circle? add on there? Yeah, maybe maybe a design difference could it could make a little bump up, but I don't know if Apple. That's not Apple though. Yeah, it's not. To make it's a whole not, new design. No, but um, but but this Apple is also allowing third party places to do repairs now. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, a whole new age Apple in a sense. I mean, yeah. I but mean, this this watch is perfect right now. Honestly, there's really nothing wrong with these watches. I mean, honestly, to add on that feature, great. I don't think the price is going to change. I think that'll stay exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, as far as it, will the if they do come out with a fifth generation Apple Watch. And they discount the fourth generation. That'll be great. I would still tell someone to get the fourth gen over the fifth if it's just a sleeping feature. There's got to be more to that. Yeah, and it's just why are we updating the watch every year now? Like I don't think we do. I don't think we need to. I mean, unless I don't they come think out you with need the, to either. Unless the only thing the only thing they could do if they want to do it a, a series four and like just maybe add that feature in it and still call it a series four because it's only one thing they're adding. I'd be fine with that. And yeah, I'd be fine with that too. Put it at the same price too. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I don't think that price is going to change, guys. So if you're looking for a cheaper Apple Watch, I don't see that happening. Uh, so let's talk about the Apple TV. Now, obviously, the biggest thing with that is going to be, well, we're. I mean, the rumor just came out about a day or two ago that they're going to upgrade the chip process. Also, they want to be able to support the, the, Arc, the Apple, Apple Arcade, Arcade feature. Yep. Yeah, that's a big thing. But obviously, Apple TV Plus, it, you know, there's, there are, there's going to be a price announcement. There's no way there's not going to be. Um, Tim, what's the price going to be? They're saying $9.99 per month. So, and you think it's going to include anything else? As in like a bundle kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know, man. And it, they're also saying it's going to anticipate for launch in November. You know what else launches in November? Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus, yeah. They're in trouble. Like, come um, on, guys. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think they're going to do it uh, either one or two. I think they're going to do it for four ninety nine. So I'm going to go on a limb and say they're going to discount it lower if they don't include any other HBO or a Cinemax or anything else. Because to me, to pay $9 or $10 for just those TV shows and nothing else, I cannot – Apple cannot have that big of an ego. They really can't. Yeah. Or the only thing I'm thinking of they're doing is they're going to start bundling iCloud, Apple Music – Let's say you have three of the items. We'll give you Apple TV for free. Something like that. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that's a good one, right? So yeah, let's say you're on Apple Music. So, so if you're on Spotify, here's an example. If you go get Apple Music and you're already paying for iCloud, 
we'll give you Apple TV for free. What do you think? Yeah. Would you switch? Kinda. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, that, that that to me is an enticement. Is to include, like let's say out of the, all the programs you own, as far as like subscription based, if you're an owner of them, you know I think you should be entitled to a free Apple TV subscription. Yeah. Otherwise, you pay nine dollars. Yeah, I like that. All right. All right, so we'll see if that happens. Uh, iPad, the biggest rumor is obviously a size difference, that there's going to be a different size iPad coming out, um, that they're, the 9.7 might be going away, the 10.2 might be – so a little bit bigger. Um, but will they keep the same price at the – because the price of the iPad, the original iPad right now, is really good. Like 349 yeah. for an iPad is a tremendous price right now. That's what I have and that's what I use exclusively um, and I love it. I mean – it supports the Apple Pencil, supports the original Apple Pencil, but it's whatever. Um, and I use the Apple Pencil with it all the time. Um, I did all my fantasy drafts on my iPad this year. Everyone thought I was the coolest kid in the room. Um, so, I mean, I, I love the, the entry-level iPad, and I, I, do, I will highly recommend it to anybody um, who just wants a basic operation for an iPad. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Uh, yeah, so that, not too much of the iPad. I don't think anything. I think it'll be a small announcement. Uh, and then the new 16-inch MacBook Pro. Um, that's a big one that's been uh, rumored uh, for the Mac, but the new 17-inch MacBook, we haven't seen one since 2012. Uh, so let's see if they come out with a 16-inch display, which really will be the 15-inch now, just without the sides. Yeah. Uh, really. Uh, so And that, that they could do a non-touch bar MacBook, uh, you know, that they could maybe have some customizing. So what do you think the starting price of that, Tim, will be? $3,000. Three thousand dollars. He's going with flat three thousand dollar video. Okay. And I think it's gonna uh, it's gonna aim similar to how they positioned the uh, Mac Pro and you know all that the high end com- computer uh, desktops. I think they're gonna position this sixteen inch Mac Pro towards like professional market towards like you know those designers, those design houses, and you know people that need high processing computers. I think they're gonna market towards more to that more towards them, specifically with the that. pricing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I like it. I think they're going to start at twenty seven ninety nine. That's the highest right now. Fifteen inch MacBook Pro without all the upgraded specs. Right. So right. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with that just to be different. Different. <laughs> uh, think different. All right. And then yeah, think different. Wow, that just tied into our show. Uh, <laughs> so and then we come of course the Mac Pro. We should have a release date. Uh, that should be the big thing. The release date of that new Mac Pro and that display without a stand. <laughs> will be yeah. oh unless you God. buy that thousand dollar stand. That's a. I hope they make somewhat of a change to that, but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think uh, they're gonna. They, sh- they should have just. They should have just put the stand. It's too the late. Price of the, yeah. They sh- again, we talked. I-, I talked about this. Like they should have included the stand in the original price and say, "Oh, if you want it without the stand, then it's this price." Yeah. They shouldn't have done it. At, you know, and Apple does that all the time too. It's surprising they didn't use the Apple sense of service for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you, Apple. Yeah, and then we're going to come down to the last thing. The one more thing. Do you think there's going to be a surprise? Okay, so I've been reading about a bunch of surprises, and there's a whole bunch that I'm going to share. Not a whole bunch, but two. (laughs) Um, This tracking gadget, object object tracking gadget, uh, very similar to the company called Tile that Apple also sells. I have that, yep. Um, So it would integrate with a Find My App location, uh, Find My App application that's on your device, um, and you'll be able to lo- locate the object, um, you know, via a sound, and then obviously on your uh, mobile device. That's kind of cool. I don't know why they would enter that, but maybe it's a whole 
ploy and step about their security of their you know products and their information and privacy and stuff like that. The other thing, it probably won't happen. It's been rumored they're kind of late to the game anyway. Is these Apple glasses? Um, because they're kind of trying to step into the market of the virtual and augmented reality, um, and you know maybe, maybe even just like a demo by you know some somebody high up at Apple um, that just like kind of teases the fact of it. It doesn't have to be sold or mark or like you know anticipated and launch date. I don't need any of that. I would just like to see something, just something that would just wow me. The whole marketing ploy for the the keynote this year is. is innovators only or something like that right so it's almost like there's got to be something that's going to be outside the box that no one's expecting and it's, i think it's more or less got to be the apple glasses or or uh, the apple car if i you know uh, i cannot imagine that <laughs> i mean it wouldn't I happen i cannot imagine that'd that be that crazy car but that just would be that'd be something else you know uh, you know, for me, uh, as far as like one more thing, I don't think they're going to do that tile thing because remember they talked about how they're going to use other people who have iPhones or Apple devices. They can use their beacon almost and and see where your device is at all times. So that's where I think they're going to go with that. So I'm going to disagree with the tile um, thing because I think they I think they kind of figured it out with that with that feature. Yeah. Um, and then the last, I mean, as far as like the glasses go. I don't think they're going to do it. I think we're too far away from that. That uh, It's just not something I see happening. Uh, as far as one more thing, I don't think we're going to get anything. Really? You think, think it's going to get the big tease? I, I think it's just a humongous tease. There's a rumor that there's a tease about it, but anybody could write that out and say that. Uh, if, I, if I had to say one thing, I think they'll maybe knock the HomePod down $99. Or HomePod Mini. Yeah, or home by many. All right, so those are the things going on. But remember, you can join us on YouTube on the day it's happening at 1 p.m. We, that will be live on the Eastern Coast. And then, of course, adjust your time zone for where you are. And I will be live on YouTube uh, during this keynote, hopefully as long as the signal is good. And uh, we'll be talking everything about what's going to happen at live during that keynote. Uh, it's going to be an exciting day. I can't wait to try it out. Hopefully it works out great. And remember, if you join us on there and you send a screenshot to our email at thinkdifferentpod at gmail.com, you are in the running to win an iTunes gift card, just like Daisy did this week, who was our winner. Uh, so please add us on all your platforms. You can add us on Facebook. You can add us on Twitter, at ThinkDiffPod. Add us on there. And, of course, listen to us on all the platforms, uh, Launchpad DM. You can join us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are on every platform possible. And, honestly, viewership is going back up. So it's really awesome to see that. Yeah, we uh, love it. Tim. Yeah, so, Tim, any final thoughts before we go off the air today? Um, I'm excited for Tuesday, but I'm more excited for football to be back this weekend. Uh, you know, football season is a very big season for me. Um, so I'm very happy that Will and I will be able to enjoy games together this year. Yes. In fact, we'll have to try to get together and do a game. Maybe not next week because I have a christening, but the week after um, I'll be doing that because I'll be here in Florida still for the first game, which is, of course, the Cowboys and the Giants. It's funny how we both like Texas teams and we're from New Jersey. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it'll be fun. And of course, Zeke Elliott got his $90 million. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I've won a lot of my fantasy teams, so I was very happy. Uh, oh, good. Oh, boy. Imagine if he didn't play at all and oh, you, you I had him. I'm pissed. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. 
No, no, that's my thing. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I want to thank every single one of you for coming on to the podcast today. I was glad to be able to take time out of my family vacation to be with you guys and be with Vacation Tim because now I am Vacation Will and that's Stay at Home Tim. Thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on Tuesday for the live keynote. Take care and Tim, go to bed. Peace out.